Welcome to the Getting Uncomfortable podcast, starting a war on comfort zones and the havoc that they wreak. I am Tara Christine, your host. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, listener. I am Tara Christine, back with episode four of Getting Uncomfortable. Today, I'm getting uncomfortable with you by admitting that I have pretty much navigated life by the seat of my pants until just recently, which I embraced because it worked for the most part. Meals, my wardrobe, my hairstyles, my days as a whole, I'd roll with whatever I had at my disposal and was generally content and sometimes even impressed by the result. Problem solving, improvising, and critical thinking have become keenly refined skills for me over nearly two decades of single parenthood and its hardships. I can't pinpoint one specific event that took place to finally drive home the realization that I was living way below the scope I was capable of. Not to get too off subject, but maybe some of it was leaving a toxically draining relationship by foot in the snow and staying at a shelter for a month, but then witnessing God move mountains for me with a new job, home, and vehicle to drive. Maybe some of it was going back to that relationship later in the year arguing exponentially a particular night, which was blown way out of proportion, and ended in court, custody cases, no contact orders, jail time, families ripped apart, and so much heartbreak. Maybe it was the mental breakdown I had weeks later that convinced me driving into oncoming highway traffic was a good idea, and simultaneously scaring me silly So I drove myself straight to the ER and checked into the mental health ward where they kept me for a week. I made so many decisions over a period of my life that were devastating to my health, yet continued to blame others and make tons of excuses. A drastic series of unfortunate events, these and many others played significant roles in the improved woman I've become so far. From a massive couch potato without direction to an ever-present entrepreneur in the making, finally getting uncomfortable in all the necessary ways to make my dreams come true. Today, it's clear that certain characteristics in men don't work for me, but I neglected to recognize them continuously, helping to set the relationships and everyone involved up for failure. Recently, I saw, if you aren't ready for marriage, you aren't ready for dating. If we want to have fun, we should go bowling or dancing. We should not be playing with someone's hearts and lives for fun. Boy, if that isn't spot on. I'll touch further on those subjects in future shows, but moving on for the sake of this episode, the reality was that up until that point, I'd been avoiding the effort it would take to make the shifts that my life needed, but I was at the very end of my rope and desperate for a new way. Over the course of the four years that have unfolded since, and the many getting uncomfortable moments peppered throughout, Many pieces of myself and my life have undergone massive overhauls, major blessings, and obvious miracles. A particularly significant transformation is the subject of this here episode, and the original point I began this little chat with. Shifting from lazily figuring whatever will be will be, to noticing the comfort, fulfillment, and actual progress that accompanied intentional, goal-oriented decision-making. For so long, I seriously underestimated the power of my self-awareness and focus. I prided myself on multitasking and being efficient all the time, but neglected to apply these skills for personal and professional growth, keeping me pretty stationary and discontent. 
My comfort zone was the belief that I didn't have the means, opportunity, or ability to make anything substantial happen in the world. It's an odd internal battle feeling deeply that we're meant for a big purpose, yet believing there's no possible way. I didn't know where to begin, and so I didn't do much for many years. And anything I did accomplish fell to the wayside when I became discouraged by failing to reach the desired results in my desired time frame. There's so much frustration in knowing the only reason I failed repeatedly was because I kept giving up. Now training my brain to follow through daily with the handful of tasks that really matter, big picture, has proven that I was so close to gaining momentum if only I'd seen my efforts through. This is the detriment of impatience. Not investing the necessary time to plan, prepare, and organize in order to maximize performance. I've learned oodles of lessons, one of them being that education is power, but only if we apply it. It really takes deliberate effort, otherwise it's useless. Just talking about stuff does not make it happen. Reaction requires action, not sitting back and waiting. Which brings me to today's point again. (laughs) For the very first time in my life, I have created a visual plan for a goal. Everybody says how critical drawing these out are to the process and eventual attainment of goals, but the idea of tackling such a project was always dreadful for me. Too much work, too much time. Obviously, I never wanted real progress very badly, huh? It's uncomfortable to admit that I justified all the reasons not to follow through with everything that I started. Right along with impatience, this is a clear sign of fear. Of the unknown of potential risk, of putting myself out there. I put too much energy into the what-ifs and possible negative aspects and hardly any into the value that my true individual strengths would provide to others. So the other night I made a store run for 88 cent poster board and a yardstick to create a 12-month pursuit plan, I'm calling it, and have been building out a schedule of subjects and material for this podcast. Seeing it with my eyes has given me a clear map to operate by and sparks inspiration to add more all the time, ensuring that I won't hit a brick wall of confusion and not know what to do next, which admittedly has been my problem so often in the past with so many things. So on this pursuit plan, I've indicated holidays in red and Saturday, Sunday, weekend blocks in blue for a quick glance, subject planning, and ideas. My pursuit plan has now almost effortlessly filled itself in for most of January and some of February so far. The distinct decrease in pressure and massive increase in creative juice flow I'm feeling after less than about two hours invested into the seriously valuable project is amazing. I'm already clearer-minded and highly motivated to keep my momentum going. Now the question is, what will the next pursuit plan I create be pursuing? Mapping out my runs would prepare me to join a 5K or even a half marathon someday. Charting my finances would organize my spending and boost my savings. Relieving stress of an unknown future that I may not even realize I'm carrying. There are so many options to make this quick and straightforward design work in our favor. What ways have you thought of that a pursuit plan would work for you and your goals? Please click the link to submit your question or comment and share the ideas that this has sparked for you. 
depending on the content, and with your permission, I may reference it in a future episode and drop a shout out. You can also find a link to YouTube where I created a video and a visual representation of my pursuit plan so that you can see exactly what I've created, drawn out, and then mapping out as far as my getting uncomfortable podcast goal attainment goes. So I invite you to check that out and maybe take some notes and get going on your own. I'm kind of willing to bet that you won't regret it. So I want to thank you again for tuning in and hopefully following me for more content and maybe sharing the message with anyone else you know who could stand to get uncomfortable with us. Until next time, friends.